Well, it has been a hot minute, Dragons, since I've gotten to talk to y'all on a new episode. I am very excited to be back, and hopefully we're going to have a few more new awesome episodes for you. Anyways, this episode, I am catching up with our good friend Morgan, and we are having a giant spoiler cast of the new Star Wars movie, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Anyways... Uh, Hope you enjoy this conversation. Thanks for sticking with us, and we'll be back right after the intro. And here we are, Morgan. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I am wonderful. I am... Yeah, I'm just going to stick with wonderful. We're going to stick with wonderful. Anyways, it's been a while since everyone's heard from us and heard from you. How's life? Uh, it's uh, it's going pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. What's, yeah. what's new? Uh, well, relevant to this podcast, I hit one of my goals this week. Excellent. Uh, that we talked about in December, January? December, January, yeah. So, what goal? a while ago. Um, I hit the pull-up skull. I did five pull-ups in a row, and it's only it's only May. If I keep it up, how many could I do? Obviously a million. <laughs> but um, I started doing upper body training to get ready for my first Tough Mudder, and yeah, I hit. I just keep doing pull-ups. So there you go. Yeah. Well, that's a good goal to hit, and you are only here in May, and there's no kipping, right? You're not kipping. No, I don't. That's like where you like launch yourself up, right? Like yes. You kind of do the weird wiggle. No, no, I don't do that. No wiggling. No. <laughs> All right, it's good. Straight up pull ups. Awesome. That's good. Uh, what's been new with me? Reading a lot of comic books. Um, if everyone remembers, I'm running for state assembly here in District 41 in Southern California, which includes the Greater Pasadena area and some other cities. A little bit further east, San Dimas, a little bit of Rancho Cucamonga, stuff like that. So that's been keeping me pretty busy. But other than that, let's focus on uh, nerd and fitness goals. Uh, I've been hiking a lot. I've been hiking with you a lot. Yes. Because, you know, you're, you know, nearby and convenient. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> convenient. Uh, well, we have had some good hikes. I will admit that. We do live in a great hiking area. Mm-hmm. Well, what's been your uh, what's been keeping you uh, up on the nerding out and the and the working out? Well, you said you were working on the upper body stuff for yes. the tough mutter, among so. others. I'm also training for a Ragnar, which I don't think I had signed up for last time we talked. So, on the podcast anyway. So I'm training for a Ragnar, a trail Ragnar, which means uh, I will do three loops on a trail. And I'm doing that in July. Um, I have a, there's a team of oh how many are there of us? Uh, Eight of us? There's eight of us, I think. And I don't know anyone. I, well, I know one person. And that's it. And I'm just going to show up and run and meet a bunch of people. And um, the trail Ragnars are cool because you get to stay in one spot. You have a camp. And then when it's your turn to go run your loop, you um, you can just like go to the baton handoff area. So that's exciting. That's awesome. I actually think one of our friends, uh, Pax Whitmore, on one of the very first episodes of the podcast, did a Ragnar trail run. Um, Yeah. Oh, since the last time, at least I was on your podcast, um, 
we uh, ran a half marathon. I think you I think you talked about it, but I didn't talk about it, and <laughs> that was a really big deal for me. So yeah, I I may have cried. No, you did cry. <laughs> you absolutely cried. <laughs> tears were shed. Uh, I mean, of joy, but still, it was. I was. They weren't tears of pain at all. I was, well, that's I was, important. I felt really good. So well, that's good. Um, but yeah. So besides that, I've been slacking a little on the climbing. There's only so much time to focus on physical activities, unfortunately. Uh, but besides that, let's see nerdy things. Nerdy things. Um. Saw Avengers twice. Saw yes. Deadpool. Um, I'm uh, trying to think. I was going to be all like, "Oh, we saw Black Panther," but yeah, that's I've I've talked about that on the podcast. I saw Black Panther too. That <laughs> was amazing. Um, we're gonna talk about Solo. So so obviously we saw that. Yeah. Um, we did have all you can eat sushi. That was it's delicious. Not, that is not nerdy though. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it is. It? it is delicious, though. It's delightful. <laughs> um, no, we saw Avengers. We saw Deadpool. Uh, we both did Whole Thirty. We did Whole Thirty. I think I talked about that on a podcast episode because I think it was in like February ish. Well, you talked about it with Jess. Yeah, probably. That probably happened. I should get her on here again. She did like a bunch of the Disney half marathons. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was like she did like a 5K one day, a half marathon another day, and then like the full the next day. I don't know. I don't that's, know. A, that's a lot of running. I'm probably misquoting that. It was probably like a 5K, a 10K, and then the half marathon. That's still, that's a lot of running. It is a lot of running. I don't know. What nerdy stuff have you been up to? What nerdy stuff have I been up to? Other than the movies, um, been rewatching Arrested Development. And been very disappointed in Jason Bateman. He's kind of on my shit list right now. As are most of the men on that show show right now. They're just being very misogynistic, and I don't appreciate that. Um, Ben was obsessing over hockey for a little while, uh, but my Bruins are out of the playoffs. But in an hour here, the Washington Capitals are going to face the Las Vegas Golden Knights in Game 1 of the Stanley Cup. Are they your number two team? No. The Capitals fluctuate between my number three and number four. Who's What's your ranking? Since, uh, we're, since we're talking about hockey. Number one, Boston Bruins. Go Boston. Obviously. Number two would be the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Three and four fluctuate between the Washington Capitals and the Los Angeles Kings. Go Kings, go. Yeah, it's... And, like, mostly I wanted to root for a team that I would see often. And so when I was living in D.C., obviously that was the Capitals because I went to the three years I was living there, I went to numerous Capitals games. And now that I live in L.A., I go to numerous Kings games. So it's like I don't want to have to hate the Kings <laughs> for, you know, every game I go see. Like, if I go see them versus, like, the Flames, I want to root for the Kings. Who are the Flames? The Calgary Flames. Oh, okay. Woo, I don't know much hockey, so... The Avalanche. Colorado Avalanche. Okay. Florida Panthers. Although I do have a soft spot spot in my heart for the Nashville Predators. Also, Nashville's a great city. It is a great city. 
Anyways. Yeah. Um, Nerdy-wise, uh, I've been reading up on some Warlock comics. Uh, what else have I been reading? Uh, my usual stuff, Paper Girls Saga, Scooby Apocalypse. You know, I gotta say, last time I was on the podcast, we talked about comic books, and I don't think I've read one of the ones you recommended to me. Like, you were talking about them, and afterwards I was like, I want to read all of them. And I haven't read any of them. I think that's... Um, which that's... is weird, because I think I've loaned you some. You have not loaned me any comics. Well, they're obviously here. You can obviously grab one whenever you want. Yeah, I guess that's a failing on my part. I've been reading other books, though. But continue on your comics discussion. No, that's pretty much all I got. Um, I'm trying to think of other TV shows that I've been watching or catching up on or working out nerdy now. Westworld of... started again. Westworld did start again. Mm-hmm. Um... It's hit or miss. It's not something that's, like, driving me to watch it. Yeah, I'm a little like, "Mm." But, like, I enjoy it when I have an extra, like, hour or so during the week to just throw it on. Yeah, I'm with you Which is weird, which is not usually how I roll with an HBO (laughs) show. Um, been drinking a little bit more beer. Hit up some breweries recently. Any favorites? Um, breweries? I don't know. MacLeod was, was interesting yesterday. But uh, Verdugo East, was it? Or Verdugo West? Verdugo West. Verdugo West. I really enjoy it. I really I enjoyed, enjoyed their beer. Well. Um, yeah. That's what I got, man. It's, it's how I roll. Cool. Yeah. I just looked up books I've read this year, and um, I did read two that you recommended that were comics. One is I Killed Adolf Hitler, and two was Moon Cop. And those were great because they were just super simple, short comics. You can get through them in less than an hour. Like, full yeah. graphic novels. They were, they were, it was because I was, like, waiting for you. And you were like, here, read this while you're writing. <laughs> yes. That is how we roll. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, let's, anything else? Anything you want to talk about? Any nerdy stuff you've been doing? Uh... Oh, I started my own podcast. Oh, you did? The Omnom Podcast. Yeah, the Omnom Podcast. We talk about food. That's how it's We're we're on a little hiatus because, um, uh, well, there are a few reasons, but we did a few episodes and we're taking a little break and then we're going to pick it back up again. Awesome. It's the beauty of a podcast. Yeah, we have a good time. Okay. Check us out. The Omnom Podcast. There you go. <laughs> that was the plug. <laughs> there you go. I appreciate the plug. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's talk solo, which I think should be called Solo, a Star Wars movie. Instead of a Star Wars story? Correct. There was not a whole lot of story being told. You know what we did not do when we when we saw Solo was I needed to find a poster that says Solo and stand next to it because my all of my social media is Mo Solo. Yeah. And I needed to take a picture with that, but I didn't. So. Um, I could talk to my friend Matt and we'll superimpose you on something. I'm sure. Okay, cool. Or I could just find another poster to stand with. But um, I uh, I. Agree with you on the the naming convention. <laughs> I will say I enjoyed this movie, but um, what I've been saying about it is that it it's like Star Wars light. 
Um, not not that it's uh, light on the Star Warsiness, but the story was very light. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's very surface. There's mm-hmm. not a whole lot. There's no deeper meaning in things. Yeah, and I think they like they were like we gotta establish everything in Han's ba- backstory that we ever like referenced. So we got. Um, oh yeah, you already warned that there are spoilers, right? Yeah, we warned that there are spoilers. Last chance. Turn around. Okay. And go. <laughs> uh, we got why his. We got where his last name came from. We got. Um, Did we not know where his last name came from? I don't... We didn't... We don't... Like, I always just thought his parents' last name was Solo. Yeah, me too. But, you know, they specifically talked about it in the movie. Yeah. Someone gave him a last name, so... um, We got him meeting Chewbacca. We got him meeting Lando Calrissian. We got him being on the Millennium Falcon for the first time and winning the Millennium Falcon. We got... Shooting first is referenced. Um, What else is there? Um, I don't know, there's just, like, ev- ev- like it's like, oh, the Kessel Run? They, re- you know, like, it's like they left nothing to imagination. They had to tell the story for Yeah, they everything. told the entire Kessel Run story. Um, they... There's a big thing about the dice. The dice that are hanging in the Millennium Falcon in well, the original just trilogy. Like, uh, like, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, they were not that big of a deal, in the original trilogy. No, they were just they were just They were just there. Yeah. And then after The Last Jedi, they became this huge deal that you're like, why are they making such a big deal of these dice? They didn't make a huge deal of the dice. They did. <laughs> they did. The Last Jedi absolutely did. In my humble opinion. There was numerous close ups of the dice. There was giving the dice to Leia. Blah 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 blah. And then in this movie, they're doing the same thing, but they still don't explain the significance of the dice other than they're for luck. Which I'm like, okay, but I didn't need that. They didn't develop anything. It was very MacGuffin-y. <laughs> okay. That's just me, though. Um, well... Yeah, I mean, they're just... I guess they, they did play a prominent role in this film. Um, and apparently this film takes place ten years before A New Hope. So just so everyone gets their timelines correct. Mm-hmm. Even though we do see the appearance of a character that we thought was dead. It was Darth Maul. Yeah. That was really um, cool, though. It was really cool. I don't know if anyone uh, watched the animated series. He does make a... Rebels. Yeah, he, he makes a... Is it Rebels? I think it's Rebels. Because um, there's the two, right? I didn't know there's, there's two. two. animated series. Um, anyway, he makes an, uh, an appearance on there, too. Um, but I did actually do some uh, Googling about this, and apparently his legs are like... Um, uh, in the movie, like, his legs are not real, but I was like, I couldn't tell. I just saw his face, so... But you're supposed to be able to, like, if you paid close attention, you could see that his legs were, like, robot legs or something like that. Oh. And is that know. what he lost in Phantom Menace? In Phantom Menace, they cut him straight in half. So, like, he technically lost, like, half his body, but... Hashtag bummer. Yeah. Sorry, bro. But I'm excited they brought him back, because I thought he was a great 
Um, a great character. And I guess since he, so he technically dies in that and, and the Emperor picks up a new apprentice. So does that like release Darth Maul from being a, a Sith? Or is he just always, I mean, obviously he's an evil character, but. Yeah. I don't know. Answers that we're going to need to find out in the next one. Yeah, because they've signed on for three movies, right? Yes. Everyone has signed on for three movies. What are they going to talk about now? We've already hit all of the references in Haunt's Past. Well, and that was my big thing. They answered questions I didn't need. Yeah. And I've always been... I've always been the guy shouting, don't tell me stories of established characters. Yeah, we don't, like, I mean, we don't need the, we didn't need his backstory. A part of what was, or is appealing about Han in the original trilogy is that you don't, like, he's just this mysterious smuggler guy. Yeah. And he's, like, he's sexy and, and, like, knows what he's doing and, except not always, obviously. But he's, um, he's a little mysterious. Like, he's the total bad boy. And... Um, they even reference that, right? Like, he's uh, there's a part of it when he talks about, like, not being the good guy and stuff yeah. like that. So, they made him a little bleeding, a little more bleeding heart than I thought they would. Uh, and, okay, at the, at the end of this trilogy, well, either at the end of this trilogy or the end of the next movie, something needs to happen to him where he stops... He needs to get a little, he needs to get a little jaded. Yeah. Like he needs to he's too he's too hopeful and and uh romantic? What, yeah. Yeah, and I mean like I like I I love this character that this like young Han character as like a character, but he's not Han. Yeah. Um and yeah, and I don't I don't necessarily want to see the the arc he goes through to get to this, like, more, like we said, jaded and um, less naive character. Like, we don't need to see that story. He's very sweet, though. Meh. I don't know. I also think that, that what is the actor's name? Alden something. Alden uh, starts with an E. He's, he's wonderful. <laughs> I thought he was <laughs> the best part of Hail Caesar, the movie. Oh, I never saw Hail Caesar. It was not a good movie. I would not recommend it. But he was the best part of it, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, that's concerned. good to know. Uh, we did have a cameo from Warwick Davis. Yes! Which Love. was wonderful. Um, and then also Paul Bettany, mm. everybody's favorite uh, robot. Hey, Vision. I know, dude. He's rocking two franchises. Yeah. He's dead in both. Hashtag he dies in this movie. He is such a good actor. Paul Bettany? Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Dogville? No. It's a minimalist film. Literally, the entire movie is filmed on a soundstage with tape on the ground signifying houses. So, like, and it's all, like, pantomime. There are no doors. So the actors will go up and, like, pant... I- act as if they're opening a door. Wow, that's interesting. What, what's it about? Uh, this woman is found. She is... Um, God. They find her. She's essentially like a helper in the community and they all end up taking advantage of her and it's pretty much how just like humans are the worst people on the planet. 
Okay. Which, uh, sure. We'll go with that. Okay. Anyways, uh, back to Solo. Back to Solo. Um, I did love getting to see Chewbacca. Um, however, um, there were few issues I had with meeting Chewbacca this way. Um, first and foremost, Han speaks in Wookiee. And I don't think that was necessary at all. Because they establish throughout this, like, throughout all of Star Wars that Chewie understands English, but always responds in Wookiee. And yet, there's this one part where, like, suddenly he doesn't understand what Han is saying in English, and then they just go straight from Han speaking in Wookiee, which, by the way, the only time in the series that they ever subtitle Wookiee yeah. is when Han is speaking Wookiee. And then, like, he goes, like, back and forth, whatever, and then just, I don't know, I was a little, like, it was a very specific thing to annoy me in the film, but... It didn't have to happen. There was ways around it. No, they could just have Chewie understand English, which he did already. Well... Oh my god, even, like, okay, what is it, in episode three, Yoda speaks to them and him in the weird, like, Yoda English, right? Like, and the Wookiees totally understand him. Right? Chewbacca shows up in, in episode three. Yeah. Yeah. And they speak to him in English and he responds and... Yeah. yeah. And then... Ugh. Well, anyways, it, I think it was more... First, I think it can be explained away, whereas it's like maybe Han didn't know that he spoke English, that he understood English. I guess. But you're absolutely right. It could have been done the same way it's always been done. With Han saying something, Chewbacca responding, and then Han responding to that, signifying to Chewbacca, hey, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I've done much better. Yeah. But, I don't know. I also, like, my whole thing was, like I said, a lot of the big... The big things about Han, we didn't need explained. Yeah. Like, the Kessel Run has always been this thing of legend, and I don't know if we needed to see the actual Kessel Run. I will say, they did a good job, because, okay, so, like, um, uh, what is it? The issue with parsecs, right? Yeah. Is that it's a unit of length. But he said he did the Kessel Run in, in less than 12 parsecs. And it's like, how do you do, uh, like, the way it's described sounds like it's a, t- a measurement of time, but it's really a measurement of distance. So they did, um, they explain did explain that. that. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I feel like they did it that way on purpose to explain the fact that they messed up in the first place. When they were like, oh, yeah, it was the 12 parsecs, because someone thought that that was a, a unit, a unit of, time. of time. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe this is all. They've always knew it was a, measure, um, a measurement of distance, but... Like, they were trying to use it as a measurement of time? I don't know, but um, I kind of always liked that, that it was, they always say the or used that, and then they still... Um, I, I don't know. I just... It made it made sense in the film, but it was unnecessary. Well, and I also this was Han's first. It's 
go ahead and say yeah, did, did he have to do the the castle run in his first adventure in space? Like he yeah, couldn't his first build he couldn't, he couldn't build up to it. He just goes for the goal the first time. Well, and the thing was, his first caper was very much like there was no skill involved. He got lucky by He had a good feeling about this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think this is the only Star Wars film that does not have I have a bad feeling about this line in it. Yeah? Yeah. Because he said, I have a good feeling about this. Interesting. Yeah. I never realized that. Yeah, that's in every other Star Wars film. I have a bad feeling about this? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's good to know. Yeah. Huh. Um, On the note of the Kessel Run, one of my favorite visual moments of the film was when they come upon the Star Destroyer in the whatever, like the, what is the cloudy space they're in? The... It's not a nebula, it's like a... I don't know what you're talking about. I bet anybody else listening does, but... Yeah, if you've seen the film, Kessel. you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're leaving, they're leaving Kessel, um, and... They run into a star. I just thought it looked really cool. Maybe that was just me, though. Yeah. Um, okay. What are other things? Other other parts of Han's past that were, um, what we saw. We ran into Lando, and we met Lando. Oh, I thought that Donald uh, Donald Donald Glover. Wow, fail. Um, was so good as Lando. Like, he sounded so much like Billy Dee Williams, and he, he like, exuded the, the like, the suave that Billy Dee Because Billy Dee Williams in, in the original trilogy is so, like, like, I don't know, he just, like, like radiates sexiness, kind of. Like, yeah. like I am a, you know, sexy man, and, uh, uh, Donald Glover did that too, and I was a little worried, to be honest, when they cast him because he is an amazing actor. But I was like, is he going to be too weird to play this role? Nope. He was he was great. I really liked him. He was probably he's one of my favorite parts of the movie. I thought he was so good. I would not be surprised if they made a, a, a Lando, Lando film. Hmm. Maybe if they decide they don't want to do another solo franchise film, they do a... All the same people have signed on for three movies, right? So they can do a Lando Lando film. Um, I can see that, although... And we don't know anything about his backstory, so... Lando's? I mean, other than he... I loved the part where he was like, mining's the worst. And it's like, you end up being the leader of a mining colony. (laughs) (laughs) Did you catch that? I did. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, maybe they could... That's the only thing we know about him besides the card game and and the mining. So, like, I guess that's kind of a nice way if they did a film about him. Yes, he's an established character. But at least, like, there's no... We don't have, like, a backstory to grasp onto so they can just be really creative about it as opposed to being like we gotta knock off this and this and this and this I don't wanna see a Lando movie I don't wanna see a solo movie you wanna see the Cantina Band movie I wanna see my behind the music Cantina Band special (laughs) or an Admiral Akbar movie how did he get involved 
Where? When was he a cadet? How did he do in the academy? Admiral Akbar in the in as a cadet. That's great. Or let's do um. Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Everybody, you know, um, what was uh, a wedge? I could see a wedge movie. Yeah. Um, or even the dude with the ma- what is his name? The guy with the mask. I have no idea. I'm not. I am not resident Star Wars expert for that one. I know people listening are like shouting at us. Right now. <laughs> his name is this. Wait, wait, wait. Let's rewind a sec. And on the note of like referencing other characters in Star Wars, um, Paul Bettany in his like characters like office lounge whatever at the on the yacht. He's got a Mandalorian armor. I was like, Boba Fett. Is Boba Fett in the background? And then I was like, no, he's just randomly got armor right there. Did you see that? Yeah. I I love Boba Fett for some reason. I got a little Boba Fett keychain. I just, I have like Boba Fett socks. I don't know why I love Boba Fett so much, but um, uh, I definitely was like, it was like little Boba Fett dar. Instead of radar, Boba Fett dar. I got you. So is that that is one thing that I thought was uh, the end of the movie. It looks like Han is on his way to Tatooine to meet up with the Job of the Hut for the first time. Do you think that this is where he f- screws over Jabba? No. Or yeah, I, I say definitely no because this is ten years beforehand, right? Yes. So he's got and um he's. Uh, the famous smuggler, right? He's got to do some smuggling to... Right? It's, yeah. it's too... There was, like, this last one, that was not smuggling. That was, the, like, whatever, a heist. Yeah. I just... This was... The ending where they kept switching things on Paul Bettany was a little bit of a heist. Yeah. But the rest of it was not so much a heist movie. Mm-hmm. It should have been just a straight Ocean's Eleven heist movie. Yeah, that would have been... Great. Uh, that would have been great. Um, <laughs> now I'm thinking of all the, like... Yeah, yeah, they should do that. I'm down with... Like, it's the a, heist movie? Yeah, a heist movie. Yeah. Man, the, someone someone who's writing the next script should... Uh, call me. Yeah. Or just take that idea. But pay us, you know. (laughs) And, like, okay, the great thing about Star Wars is it doesn't have to just be a Star Wars movie or a a sci-fi movie. It can be a heist movie. You could have a Western. You could have uh, a horror movie. You could do so many different genre films. It just needs to be set in the universe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm really kind of bummed we didn't end up with, like, a proper heist movie now. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a great idea. Hashtag bummer. Uh, oh, well. Um, what else? What else would I like? I I really liked the the droid in this one. I think that... L337? Yeah. Um, I think that Star Wars has always done an amazing job giving the droids the uh, personality and they're so lovable despite being robots but I particularly enjoyed uh, L3's attitude um, she was she was great <laughs> she was very much a freedom fighter and I loved it 
And I gotta say, I... Uh, oh gosh, what was I gonna say? I can't remember. It's gone now. She's great. I thought they... Yeah, she she was just so much fun. And I love when she liberates the droids. And yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any parts you... I mean, so we're ragging on this movie, but I like... I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I don't know if I will ever see it... I, I won't see it again in theaters. I have no reason Agreed. to see it again in theaters. Um, I don't think I would ever buy it. I don't know if I would rent it. Just watch it when it's free on Netflix. Like, if I was, like, on Netflix, I'd be like, oh, I'll watch Solo again. But honestly, I liked Rogue One much better, and I haven't watched that a second time. I agree. I liked Rogue One better. I feel like... Okay, so, again, this was Star Wars Light. Rogue One had some depth to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, other things I... I, um, so... Like, I get that the the female character, Kira, whose name is spelled, like, Q-I apostrophe R-A, because everything in Star Wars has to be weird, right? Um, I don't know if, like, I don't know if she's some established character that we see in, like, the animated the series or anything like that. The universe. I'm not familiar, but um, I feel like they kind of made her a the way she was because we all know that Han's gonna end up with Leia. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we can't like this character as much as we like Leia. I feel like they kept that in mind as they were writing her. Which was a poor choice. Yeah, like... People have more than one true loves in their life. Yeah, and it's okay And obviously for, Leia and Han did not end up together. Oh, they... Didn't, it didn't work out in the end, but, you know, they had extenuating circumstances, right? Their kid went evil. Yeah. And became super emo and a Nazi. Yeah. Hashtag bummer. Bummer. That's all I got. About Solo. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. Um, Oh, okay. I wanted to talk about the Han shot first thing. Um, Which, obviously, there's a lot of um, controversy surrounding the whole Han shot first thing in the original movies because George Lucas, like, what, wh- like, messed that one up. Han shot first, and I think that's an, esta- like, a important thing to establish about his character in A New Hope because you're like, okay, this guy is someone who just, you know, like, he's ruthless. I feel like it adds to his character. And then, and then Lucas just kind of was like, oh no, Han's like a good guy, right? Right? So he's gonna shoot like second, but like immediately, se- like, you know, really, you know, you know what? It was just so obnoxious and, and horribly done. If you watch those redone, oh, yeah. like the weird, like slide to the side thing and just like, ugh. Anyway, um, so they address the Han shot first thing in this in the end when he shoots his mentor, uh, mentor guy. Um, and I feel like it was too soon for that. Like, I feel like if the the Han that we are seeing in this film is this hopeful, romantic, good guy, whatever, and we we talked about when we first started talking, we talked about how he, like, we don't necessarily, like, or at least I don't necessarily want to see his journey to becoming the little, the, like, jaded, experienced um, guy that he is in A New Hope. Uh, like, 
But, like, the guy he is in this film is not the guy that shoots first. And I feel like, you know, like, maybe they were trying to establish that. Like, he could be that person. But I don't think that this character that we saw is the guy who who shoots first. Uh, I, you know what? They should have saved it. Saved it for a later For when he shoots Kira. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Because you know that's going to happen, right? They're going to have some big thing and he'll have to, yeah. And, yeah. You guys heard it here first. Someday when we're watching Solo, a Star Wars move, you know, um, um, <laughs> two Solo, or three. <laughs> Solo three, a yeah. Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Um, when we see that and he, and Han shoots Kira, you'll know that Kenny came up with it first. Or right knew, here. knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. So. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. All right. Um, anything else? Um... No, I mean, I will say I did enjoy being in Star Wars Universe, because I always enjoy being in Star Wars Universe. Um, I think we don't need Star Wars every year. I feel like they're losing their luster. Yeah, we really don't. Like, Unless they start doing random shit that has nothing to do with anything we've ever discovered before. Yeah, like, I would love to see a Jedi Academy kind of thing with, you know, like, we could reference people. Oh, dude, not... like a Disney made-for-TV movie... Like, Jedi Academy the Musical. Like, High School Musical. <laughs> It'd be freaking brilliant. Zach Efron! <laughs> um, or, you know, like a, a, like a TV show. Like... Yeah! Yeah. Save, saved by the Jedi Academy. I don't know. <laughs> saved by the... Uh, yeah. Saved by the saber. <laughs> I don't know. Are there bells in the Star Wars universe? No, I'm trying to think of other things, but I think we're good. Yeah, I, I think, think we've so I think too. we've come up with enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, parting thoughts. Last words, Morgan. Um, what's the actor's name again? Alden something or Alden. other. He's great. He's great. He's great. How do you feel about Amelia Clark? Um, I like the Mother of Dragons. I agree. She always disturbs me when she's not blonde. I'm always, like, caught off guard. I haven't watched Game of Thrones in a little while, so because I, I stopped watching after, I think, season five. So I'm not as shocked when I see her um, in non, non-Game non uh. of Thrones things. But, um, yeah, I'm, I don't think... Neither of those two were my favorite people. Um, Woody Harrelson was great. Thandie Newton was great. Um, Who's Thandie Newton? She was the, the woman that um, is in the... The crew, Woody Harrelson's love interest. Oh, she was great. Yeah, she's great. I couldn't remember. I, she's like, Maeve, right, in Westworld? Oh, that's how I... Mm, I got you. I, I kept trying to place her, and I couldn't remember. Oh, and there really? it is. Yeah, that's that's her. Oh, Maeve. Um, and, but I think, I think uh, Don, Donald Glover and L3 were my favorite Absolutely. people. Um, Their relationship was beautiful, too. Yeah. And FYI, if you haven't, speaking of Don Glover, everyone go watch his This Is America video. It's intense and amazing, and I love it. And on that note, we're going to leave it there, everybody. Um, Thank you so much, Morgan, for joining me today. Happy to. Thank you for inviting me back. You're welcome. And to the rest of y'all, work out, nerd out.
Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes as well as a rating. We would definitely appreciate it. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media at Dumbbells Dragon. That includes Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. Until next time, work out, nerd out.